Zach Bowie Towers. <laughs> Is that a local guy? There's penises everywhere. Bob the Drag Queen oh, yeah. hired an artist to make me coasters. It's like your best friend or something? Yeah, we he was my roommate during the pandemic, actually. Yeah. But there are dicks kind of everywhere. Like, do you see the banana oh, yeah. dicks? Those are good. Right? I feel like you're missing a knife handle dick. Like, there should be some high-end, <laughs> like, gay chefs that have, like, a knife handle. <laughs> yeah. Just and then a you, dick on the yeah, other. Yeah, at the end, Like, too. the head is, like... Is the handle, for yeah, sure. Yeah, so you're kind of, yeah, like, jerking yeah, yeah. it as, like, cutting a turkey for your family. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Steve Fury, actually the most penis forward entrance for uh, ever on the pod. Yeah, I'm open to penises. You know what the weirdest one for me was? Um, you grew up in St. Louis, so that's like a city. So were you guys? <laughs> were you guys? Well, Sacramento, you know, people go like small town, but that where still you grew a city. Up? Yeah. Okay. In high school, were they still getting naked after gym? Like oh oh like changing and yeah stuff? and showering. I don't think we showered, but we changed. We had gym clothes. But you had your underwear. You didn't change yeah. your underwear. So I went to same with because we're probably about the same age. And then I went to a small town because I got kicked out. Uh-huh. And then everyone was just got naked. Got naked. It was like it was like literally ten thirty a.m. in you're seeing and we're all re showering and like buck naked. So that that was when I was just like okay, it just normalized me to penises for six months to where now it's like tone deaf. That's amazing. Yeah, it was. It was, you know, because in the beginning you're looking, everyone's looking, side but then eyeing. after, yeah, side eyeing, like, okay, I'm better than that guy. Uh, I don't want to. <laughs> sh- I don't want to shower next to this guy. I'll go over to this guy, and then after a while, you're just like, whatever, it doesn't matter anymore. Were people mean ever in those situations? No, it felt like even like the bullies. It was kind of like a thing, like, hey, this is sacred ground. I'm not gonna. We're not gonna start bringing in dick stuff around here. Oh, good. It's gonna ruin the whole vibe. So the fact that we could shower. Yeah. Because I'm a very clean person. I, I literally shower like two to three times a day. Do you really? I ha- I don't drink coffee, so I have to shower when I wake up. Okay. I have to, or okay. I'm literally You're jacked gonna... up all day. Okay. And then I normally, even if I don't do anything, I'll shower before I go out because I like to just be clean on stage and kind of. Sh- sh- um, is know. there any reason you don't drink coffee? Do you not drink caffeine at all? You know what, really, man? I kind of just have had so many vices throughout my life as a kid. You know, I was like smoking weed at 13. I was just like, I don't need this other one. Sure. That I don't really. Now I need to get into coffee, too. It's just like, plus it just doesn't really taste that great. (laughs) Um, Caffeine, I having also done a lot of drugs. Not not that you said drugs, but when you said vices. I've done a lot of things, yeah. 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 Um, I think caffeine might be more dangerous than cocaine. Well, you're also sober, though. Yeah. So normally people get sober and then they go head first into caffeine because yeah. everyone's like, okay, that's okay. But then you're like, you know, jittery and shit. I'm playing tug of war with caffeine these days. I'm like, I'm on it. I'm off it. I'm on it. I'm off it. Obviously, it's on my fridge. A bunch of Red Bulls in there. Have you done the matcha thing? Matcha, I love. You love the matcha. And it's like an even yeah. caffeine. Then have you done the, there's the mushrooms now everyone's talking about. Yeah, mushroom, we, we're, we're circling back to kind of tasting gross, or at least for me. Yeah. It tastes too very dirt-like. Yeah. That's what I kind of don't like about <laughs> the coffee and everything. It's like, ah, you know, when they get the milkshakes, like when my girlfriend gets like the breakfast, breakfast milkshakes from oh, like Starbucks or shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I used to run this after school problem. Problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was definitely a problem. But we'd have an early one too. Sometimes I wouldn't have to work the early one often because I they they were hooking me up for because of comedy. And uh these kids would just come with 
venti grande fucking oh yeah everyone i'm like dude you're just giving your kid a fucking oh. milkshake for breakfast and then you're like it's like giving a kid like two lines of blow and throwing him into first grade <laughs> and being like teach him fucking letters like what are you talking about we've, we've gone beyond on that. an eight ball he's just gonna use a run around for fucking day it 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 even throws me when i see an adult holding like a venti whipped drink yeah. with whipped cream and like caramel ribbons i'm like how does your body yeah. accept that at any time of day? It's also like you're just like a grown man walking around with a milkshake. <laughs> <laughs> like it's cool, but eat that in your car or at home in a bathroom or something. So. Oh my god. Um okay, I forgot this is Steve Fury, um comedian extraordinaire. Um one of my co-hosts on Dating No Filter. I, I think I I met you after we did that I show. Think How so, oddly too. enough. And we have the same manager. Yes, very happily. Changed my life. Yeah, he did to too. Death. He helped me a ton. Um do you miss dating a filter? Do you want it to come back? I do. I would like it to come back, but I wasn't like one of the main guy guys. And plus, like the first time I did, I would like to have seen how good I could do it the second time. Because those, uh, you know, you, you come back from it break. What I saw. Uh, sometimes I did good, but it took a while. There was a couple episodes where I was blacked out. Because <laughs> they would like, because you'd <laughs> like be like you hour twelve, set. yeah, and they'd be like pushing me with Red Bull vodkas. Come on, keep going. Just say anything. Yeah, and I just got so... There was like this chick. Do you remember the chick who lived with her (laughs) ex-sugar daddy? Yes, very well. It was me and and Chappelle, and he was sober. I was drunk, and I was just like... I like couldn't do any bits about her. I was just like, I fucking hate this woman. And they're like, okay, Steve, a little more positive. Let's say something. I was like, this person is a bane in society. She's a cancer sore on the world. <laughs> it was just not great. But when I look back at that episode, you can tell it was pretty blacked out. That's so. I'll have to rewatch some clips of yours to see if you're Steve's drunk or not. And then the, I would have just liked to know because I came so ill prepared for the transitions. Oh my god. Well, no, they I like that prepares- too. Oh, Aura Monsters, Yeah, maybe. too. Toenails were the currency. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Crumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Oblina. Yeah. Ickus. Um, Aura Monsters is the shit. And they have that little, like, kind of cross-dressing. Or not cross-dressing. Yeah. Um, like, in the high heels. Yeah. The, the bad so now, guy, right? Or the professor or Is something? cross-dressing bad now? I don't... As soon as I said it, I was like, that's an old term. But I don't know officially. Yeah. So, I think cross-dressing and drag queen is the same thing. Or is drag queen more of a performance artist... And yeah. a guy who, like, what's a, whatever. I don't want to <laughs> no, get in, well, I feel like an ass. I know? love that you're asking questions because I hate that we live in a world where someone would just drag you for not knowing. Yeah, not, I mean, like, once I know and, and like, I'm getting oh, it wrong, okay, yeah. Cool. Um, And I should ask the queer community what that character would be called. Yeah, or like a Mojo Jojo. You remember Mojo yes, Jojo? a lot of them were like. Or no, not Mojo Jojo, the devil yes. in Powerpuff Girls. High heels. Like definitely a man lipstick? though. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. like but then like very dark, grovelly <laughs> voice. <laughs> There's a whole thing about like uh gay presenting characters are often the villains in cartoons. Yeah, all Disney. Jafar, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ursula. Yeah. Like they're all yeah. Anyway, okay. Sex podcast. The like first question I usually ask is how do you define sex? If you were to say you had sex with someone, what does that mean to you? Intercourse? Yeah, I've been trying to try this bit. Um it's not working at all. <laughs> but about by all means, please try it again here. But it's just about like, um, <laughs> you know, everyone's talking about polyamory. Yeah. And then I do an opening bit about that. It's a little hacky. But then the next one is like, I feel like if I was going to do polyamory, it should just be that me and my girlfriend are both allowed to receive head. <laughs> like you can't kiss someone, 
You can't hold their hands, <laughs> but you can get head, and it should be, should be par for the course. Because I feel like that's almost like someone shaking your hand if you're only receiving. Sure. It's like there's no real intimacy in that. It's it's almost like getting a massage. Yeah, Just exactly. like on one part of your body. Yeah, I'm like, in, and I think that should be okay. Uh, I haven't sold it to my girlfriend yet, but <laughs> we're working on it. But this is so, I could ask you questions about this forever. Um, is there a world in which uh, you're in a straight yeah. couple, yeah, that that would happen? Does that seem... For re- me, yeah. Okay, oh, 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 like you'd as be a down comedian. for it. No, like, as a comedian, I would be able to get the get head yeah like listen these are the rules you got to respect my relationship Mm -hmm. i got to respect my relationship you can blow me but Mm -hmm. i can't do anything else because i've got i've actually i don't think my girlfriend (laughs) listen to this but like i won't cheat on my girlfriend and i've been touring with this guy named burt kreischer who's a very big comic and then we get these dms afterwards so i remember one time i was in jacksonville florida and two incredibly hot strippers were waiting for me at the bus incredibly hot and then we're talking to him, and I'm like, you know, I'll entertain it, you know, just to enjoy it for the moment. But I would never cheat on my girlfriend just because, you know, I've done it in the past. And just it doesn't to, feel good. It just weighs on you too much, you know? Totally. Every time you get a phone call, every time you get someone texting you, you're hiding your phone. It's just like, it's just not worth it that much. See, this is the thing, and I'm going to eventually be doing a bit about how so much of being queer is waiting for straight people to catch up. Mm-hmm. to like oh yeah because it's like online dating we did at first you guys yeah. were like ew gross that's so scary now you're all fucking swiping yeah, like yeah. your life depends on it ass eating yeah. like uh but so, uh, uh, and now guys yeah. are fucking getting their ass eaten and like next it's gonna be Polyamory. open yeah. or poly relationships we're like listen this benefits you because i'm not lying i'm not going behind your back i'm getting some needs met that you don't always enjoy meeting it's just like unrealistic to be in like a monogamous relationship from now till death, unless you're 86 years old, and like be be happy and growing. I don't think. Well, see, here's my question. Then they always say that the man is too um, what's the word controlling to want to do that. Oh, then maybe it's the women because I feel like. Lesbian relationships, someone's always cheating on someone else and they always kind of get hurt <laughs> from at least my cousins wait, and friends that I've had. It's like, wait, what? What research are you looking from at? From my friends, I always okay. feel like one of them, there's always kind of like the fuckboy one okay. in the lesbian relationship. <laughs> and so maybe like, because I don't think my girlfriend would ever be okay. I don't know if I'd be okay with someone. So you could be truly in love with someone. And be all fine with him banging. What was else. your situation when you cheated in the past? Were you truly in love with no, them? No, wasn't. Oh, okay. That was my thing. In the past, I've cheated on every girl I've ever dated, except for this one. Except for this one, I have no interest. Look out, honey. No, I have no interest. <laughs> I have no interest I know, at all. Wait, and that's the difference. Turn? Like, so you actually love this person? Yeah, I think this is the first time I've actually experienced love. Um, the other ones, you know, was always kind of. I think I knew I didn't love them, so I was always like, eh. let's just keep something on the back burner. Oh, you know, even if I didn't cheat, I was like kind of being like, you were like checking in on somebody, of course, ch- checking for... the heat, stirring the pot, adding a little salt, <laughs> adding a little pepper, stirring, dropping a stripper in, dropping a stripper in. see how oh, she no. does. Yeah, let's, let's go back to that one. Right. So then we're at the back, you know, right before the bus. Everyone's leaving, too. Plus, this the tour I'm on, everyone's married and they're extremely, extremely, extremely faithful. So that doesn't really that wouldn't be going. Oh my God, I love that. Yeah, you couldn't. The vibe on the bus has to be the vibe on the bus. It's very get drunk all the time, no women at all. Um, And in a way, because it's tempting or because girls you find can't hang or just, do you know what I mean? Or 
is it a strict no women rule or is it like no women that might cause a I don't think either of those guys have ever cheated uh-huh. but I would not be able to bring a woman woman on the bus you're also not really allowed to bring a lot of people but yeah. I mean the women come on Rosebud has open for them and stuff okay. like that okay, but yeah, it's just yeah, yeah. like I mean like, like you're the, sleeping like, with someone I couldn't go fuck someone sure, on the bus sure and then they come in of course not. yeah yeah, because I also sleep like two feet. Yeah, away you're from hearing everybody. a little like muffled. Yeah, 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 and then like you're smelling. There's a lot of smells when I have like sex. this is April, yeah, April. April. Yeah. Cinnamon in April. We're gonna go in my bunk and try and finger figure holes. this out. Yeah. Um, so then these two girls are afterwards, and then they're talking to me and whatever, and then I think they're like, "Yeah, we ran out of shirts," and I was like, "Yeah, I'll get you guys a shirt." Ran over, got them a shirt, and they go, "Well, you know what? Talk to her while we were away, and we'd like to have a threesome with you." And I was like, fuck. I go, okay, how about this? I can't do that. I'm in love with my girlfriend. Can I take a picture of you both and show you to all my friends and show you that I said no to this? And they were like, yeah. And I took this very nice picture of them (laughs) where they're both looking at each other longly, (laughs) sent it to them because they wanted it. Now they use it as their like. Wait, are you in the picture? No, 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 no. Oh, that's so interesting. I was just, so now it was like, so then that night I went on the bus and was like, hey guys, could have done that. Didn't. But uh, bear me, bear me. <laughs> keep it going. I can't get in trouble. So that one kind of gave me almost the relief of ha- of having done it without actually having done it. Sure. It's like oh, I could have done it. Like flirting's okay. Yeah, it was like a minor flirting though. Like it wasn't super intense. I definitely didn't lead anybody on. And plus, once you tell like someone who's very interested in you, no, because I have a significant other. Just makes people like you even more. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Because one time I found out mid hookup, like we were making a blah, 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 and I caught on that he was acting kind of funny. I was like, oh, does your husband not know about this? And he's like, no, we're not open. This is like on the down low. And I was like, oh, I'm like, Ugh, I'm not okay with that. Yeah. You know, I started to put my clothes back on. And he's like, oh, I like you so much more now. I'm like, you sound miserable. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to go. Let me know if you break up with your husband or if you guys talk. But sorry, I cut you off. No, no, no. You didn't at all. Here's another question. Do you find a lot of the uh, guys are like married or something that come by? And like, hey, man, is that like it? Because I feel all I know about like. Wait, married to women or married, yeah, married to women? Oh, um, it's like that income. Is I that the app thing? Is that I the don't. Thing? That is definitely a thing. I'm, it's wild how Grinder is still a lot of headless torsos. It's a lot of like abs but no head so you really don't know why they're being secretive it could be that they are in a relationship it could be that they are embarrassed that they're on grinder could be that they're a married straight guy with three kids who's in town for like yeah whatever i don't fuck with people who are cheating yeah just karm karmatically speaking i don't want to deal with that it sounds gnarly at all and i don't really like dealing with guy like straight guys who are curious only because sometimes they're like nervous or like I don't know. It's just like I've maybe I've graduated beyond it because in college, give yeah, me, give everyone, me, yeah, all the, yeah. Uh, the frat guy, you know, <laughs> experience. Then uh, you got a secret within the party, yeah, and you go, I'm like, that's up, fun, Brent. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Good to meet you for the first time. Hello, Tower Bottoms. If you love Good Morning Sodomites but hate listening to ads, head over to patreon.com slash towerbottom, sign up for that ad-free experience, and get episodes that are bigger, longer, and uncut. Mm. The 
Venture X card from Capital One gives you premium travel benefits. Perfect for seeing Taylor Swift The Eras Tour. Presented by Capital One. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. The Venture X card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details. My favorite, though, is like you ever sleep with someone at work, but then you can't tell anybody. Oh, a secret's so much fun. Oh, and then you're just like looking and then like you're like, I'm going to go take out the trash. Does anyone want to take out the trash with me? (laughs) You go make out by the trash. Even more, even sexier is probably leading up to that point where you're like, you know, the coworker and you're like, I think we're flirting. Yeah. And then it's like. Take out the trash. Yeah. I'll go with you. I'll go with you. And they're like, oh, I see you over there. You came running. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wait. Okay. So going way back, <clears throat> do you remember the first thing that made you horny? Like when you were younger? Yeah. The first thing. Okay. My dad bought a black box. Do you know what a black box was? For a plane? No. So a black. <laughs> my dad bought a black box. <laughs> just, just people screaming as they died to their death. And I came harder than I've ever come in my life. <laughs> Um, no, Black Box when I was a kid was the old school Comcast or uh, TV box, okay. but someone had hacked it, oh. so you got all the channels. Like Spice Channel. You got all of them, right? Yeah. But the porno ones normally, like I think my dad didn't get those, mm-hmm. so they were grind or not grind, oh, like grainy. Warped. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And, and they click into place for mm-hmm, a second, second and yeah. then... You get a tit or whatever, <laughs> yeah. and then it go away. And so I just remember... <laughs> That was the first one I jerked off to. Because I held out for a while. I was like sixth grade, probably. Held out as in resisted looking at stuff or? Jerking off. Why'd you hold out? Were you making an after decision not to hold out? Or not to hold out? Just felt me and the boys were like, we're not going to jerk off. And then each guy you felt, I felt like lost. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Lost each guy in the group. So I was like, okay, I guess the group's changed their mind on this one. That's still interesting to me. Do you remember why you guys said no jerking off? You thought it was dirty? Did you come from like a, a religious upbringing? Or were you like, that's In a way, <laughs> it was more gross. Me, me and my friends had a lot of rules going up. Because I had the same group of friends till almost the end of high school from first grade. Mm-hmm. And like when we first, in first to second grade, we had a rule where you had to cuss once a sentence. I swear to God. <laughs> <laughs> like you like give my fucking blocks or let me go to the fucking bathroom. I can't believe this shit. We got animal crackers. It's a very true story. And then we would just kind of always. It's called the club. Me and my five friends. Did you talk about this on stage? No, not yet. It's funny. Oh, okay, I should try. <laughs> um, and then we would do that, and then it just kind of morphed into just weird, different rules oh, different that we would have. Rules that when we were like, okay, let's keep upgrading the club. So it's like a challenge. Like yeah. It, an obstacle course friendship. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We're like, all right, this is already too easy. We're always cussing nonstop by the time we're in fourth grade. What are we not going to do? And Guess not going to jerk off. <laughs> and then it went from that rule, kind of like fourth grade to sixth grade. Wait, was it ever hard to stop cussing when you weren't amidst your friends? Or did you just curse? Yeah. Okay. I was, yeah. <laughs> your brain was doing fucking gymnastics. Yeah, that's why I speak kind of the I probably way I do. And the way I carry myself is because I've just been doing it for so long that it just kind of seeped into my subconscious now. So then the next question was going to be, do you remember your first orgasm? But it sounds like it was in Same front time. of a scrambled TV, maybe. Same time, yeah. Like, was it a family TV? My parents were divorced. So it was just me and my dad. Nice. Yeah. 
So I was pretty early, about third grade on, was just me and my dad. Me and my mom, too. My mom's house would go to hers. Sure. But, um, yeah, so it was just... Uh, Are you an only child? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, only guy. You only actually person. don't seem like an only child from what I know of you. Yeah, I feel like I'm pretty... I like to... I think you could go either on the real um, selfish side. Yeah. Or you can go on the one where I count... I, I have this thing where if you're my friend, I consider you... a a rather important person in my life. Sure. And then if you're not, then I consider you my enemy. Keep <laughs> <laughs> it real simple. So it's either one or the other. So you better start complimenting me, world, or you're gonna be on the wrong list. Um, do you remember your first like sexual interaction with another person? Yeah, I remember the first time I I, I remember first time I kissed someone was in sixth grade. First time I got a blowjob was on summer Christian summer camp. No. Yeah. On her knees for him. Yeah, it was great. It was great. <laughs> we, hold on, but this is very. Uh, it was great. With the Christian. Well, okay. Did sex run amok at Christian camp? And like, what age range was the camp? Up until eighteen, like through high school. I dabbled a little in high school, but I didn't find no one was fucking anymore. Okay. But mine was in mine was middle school, like mm-hmm. seventh grade. And it wasn't fucking, it was just uh, hand and mouth stuff. Mouth stuff. I got a blowjob underneath the stars in the desert. It was fucking sick. Hard to top. Yeah, hard to top. And it's it was a good sick. experience. Like, was it her first time doing something like that? I mean, I would guess not. Cause she seemed to go pretty quick on that one. <laughs> <laughs> like, I didn't even know it was an option, you know? Wait, and she, like, just. She yeah, just we were making went out, and then she was all just like, whoa. And it was just, I remember looking at the <gasps> stars. In the moon in a crystal blue Southern California desert. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And that was sick. Saw God. Saw God, yep. And then I was like, maybe this fellow's got something. <laughs> Stayed a while a lot longer. Not really for me. But the blowjob thing worked out. Um, do you remember like you consider intercourse sex? Yeah. So like when you lost your virginity or when you lost your like intercourse card? Oh, I remember that for sure. I was we had sex on train tracks. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why? I guess this is my first question. Well, she bound my ankles and hands together. No. And she had a long, old-timey mustache. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it was... Because um, when, f- when you're trying to fuck in the beginning... Well, my girlfriend at the time, her name was Sarah Rosenblum. Oh, my God. First and last? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's fine. She's got a happy married family. Her husband looks like me, a little better looking me. She no, did all right. She did all right. There's she no better theme. looking you. She had a theme. She had a theme. Um, <laughs> yeah, I truly loved her. That was my first love. But I was just a kid and I was crazy. Um, How old? 15. Okay. Um, you know, when you're trying to fuck. So what I would do is with my parents, I don't like asking them for anything. So I never want to ask them for money, never ask them for clothes. So that's why mm. I started dealing drugs. And that's why I started... Uh, I would just leave at night. I would just leave out my window. And just, to like work? Yeah, to go do whatever. Sell drugs, go try and hang out with people, do have fun times. So she would come pick me up in the middle of the night. And then you, when you're that young, the real biggest problem is trying to find a place. Sure. To fuck or to find to do anything. Drink. Drink, anything. What, yeah. Exactly. A lot of it's parks. Yeah. But you do enough in a park, you start getting caught. Yeah. Or you drink in a car and then drive somewhere yeah. else. Yeah. All because we're so afraid of getting caught by our parents mm-hmm. drinking. So hers, we were like, what's one place a cop won't be? And I was like, I know some fucking train tracks. <laughs> and so 
We did that there. Then the train, then the rails kept getting on our backs. So I took off my jacket and we fucked in a bush. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, came and then. Um, by Sarah Bloomberg. By Sarah Rosenberg. Rosenberg. Rosenblum. Rosenblum. This that will all be cut out. <laughs> yeah, cut it, cut it out. And then um, uh, we dated on and off for a long time. Was she older than you? Mm-hmm. Eighteen. Oh wow! Yeah, was nice. I got a senior. Have you always had a thing for older women? <laughs> no, but I like. I don't like the um, L.A. hot, good for nothing woman. Damn, person. he threw in the good for nothing thing. Person. <laughs> good for nothing person. Like, you mean like no talent. Artificially. Yeah. The, no talent, no money, no smarts. You're just hot. And now I take care of you. Is this something that runs rampant in LA specifically? Oh, yeah. Huh. I mean, he means a model or some shit. And then you start dating him and you're picking up every check. Like the sugar daddy thing. I don't find as attractive as someone who. Went to college for four years and has a real good job or okay. someone with an extreme talent that does something like that. Do I just don't you, find it as attractive. Sure. No, that I love that you clarified that's a a, a preference thing for you. Um, I was going to say, <clears throat> oh, I guess. So I always wonder, too, because people get upset with what you just described. And I understand that. But like, at what point is like the hotness what the person brings to the table? And is it just like yeah. you would rather have like maybe not so perfect yes. angles, perfect features, b- perfect, you know, whatever for a more like um, grounded, regular person? Well, for me, it would be more like so I've dated these uh, incredibly beautiful women that do the sex work. The problem is with that stuff is once we start dating, the sex work goes away. Oh, and then I'm now the sex work. <clears throat> I'm now the old sugar daddy. I'm now the guy. And I make a small amount. I mean, I make an okay amount of living. I'm having a good time. Sure. My life couldn't be better. Right. But I don't know if I have enough to bring on another human being. Mm, mm. I have enough to do. I buy most of the meals. I buy most of the drinks. But I can't pay your rent. I can't pay your car note. I of can't course. Pay that kind of stuff. Oh, car note. <clears throat> Is that insurance? That's what you pay for your car if you buy a new car. Oh. That's one. The note? Yeah, the car note. Might be an old timey way of saying it. So that's why I'm, the sex work thing started to get old on me just by the I was doing it. Your you know? experience. Yeah. yeah. You're a comedian in LA. I'm getting up at the store doing decent in the beginning. I came to LA. Hot girls want to date you. You're like, fuck yeah. How do you make money? They're like, I work. And you never work, or they work at weird hours and you never see <laughs> it. Like, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah. And then it starts getting more and more. And then they're one day they tell you what happens. And then you're going to be girlfriends and boyfriends. They're like, well, I'm not going to do that anymore. And then you end up picking a, up a large tab. Oh, interesting. Interesting. Okay. So I've always found women to, who were uh, self-sufficient or, or even powerful. I like that a lot. Oh, okay. You're not, not intimidated by a woman who like makes no, a lot of money. And I like that. Oh, great. But I, but I, but I, I don't mean it to. Me, but I'm not like, uh, not like a sub. Yeah. Just I. You want to be a power couple. I just find it super attractive for someone to be good at what they're doing. Whether it, you know, you could be at sex work too, but. Once you start dating a sex worker for a long time, they give up their job and you start picking up that. So for me, it's just I enjoy someone who's good at what they're doing, especially even if it's a normal job. Like my girlfriend's an ICU nurse at Cedars. Oh, wow. She did the COVID one the whole time. Turns out COVID's fake. Stop. uh, (laughs) Very real. Severe PTSD. Oh, my gosh. I don't know how nurses. Shout out to nurses. I don't know 
how. And then the internet was just going after them for a while. Yeah. The internet sucks. The internet sucks sometimes. But so that's why I like that. I don't And then I think we're talking about Sarah we're or something. We're talking about fucking on in a bush. In a bush. And the, oh, older women. Because she women. was thir- I just more older. like um, women that know what they're what. So for me back then, it was like, oh, she's going to college. She's a fucking badass. So then I, that one. And she went to Kansas. Nice. After she that, was, was it off to the races for you um, sexually? Or were you always a relationship guy? Or No. I was. Um, it had a drug dealing like. You were a 15-year-old drug dealer? 14. 14 to 26. Wow. To 26. Yeah, I did it for a long time. How? Okay. So then that uh, that had to have had an influence on who you well, dated. Well, the thing is, is I, dealt, I dealt weed okay. and Norcos, which are kind of like a... You know Viking? You've heard of Viking? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're twice as strong as Viking. Wow. Not Percocet yet. Percocet's 10 milligrams. Norcos was 7.5. What did people prescribe them for? Well, back in the day was that dope sick generation. So if you had a fucking cold or you wow. hurt your hand or anything, you can get them. Wow. I would go to Mexico uh-huh. and drug run them over the border because I could sell them for $5 a piece here and I can buy them over there for a dollar. Wow. So if I went down with a, you know, if I'm six, 17, if I go down there and buy a thousand for a thousand dollars, I can go up here, sell them for 5,000 and that's my whole summer, you know? How were you ever scared doing that? Incredibly, incredibly scared. There's a couple times. I remember the last time. It's a too long of a story to get on here because I want to keep it on the sex stuff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, the last time I was going through uh, the border, and I had 3,500 pills on me, which <sighs> looked like a. Um, you ever throw a football? And no. It's the one- Can I just stop? You? I know, but you. <laughs> probably, this one's gonna work for you. Where where the football was too big, and you kind of just like. Yeah, yeah, it. launched it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah so yeah, like yeah. those even, f- <laughs> even for some people, those are like the NFL ones are a little big. So I had that a football full of pills that I had to walk oh, over was the border. It was looked like a football. Oh, it was okay, an actual okay. football, but okay. it was in a black bag. So I had to push it flat, try to get about that flat, and I put it behind my ass here. And I was kind of gonna do the, uh, you know, when you ever see a girl with no tits or no ass, they kind of walk with that that. Uh, <laughs> It's either it's, it's that way back. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's like the alien from uh, Men in Black that always drinks the coffee. <laughs> you ever seen those guys? They kind of got that arch. Yes. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk like that. And I'd done it about five times before this. This is the most I ever bought. Mm. And the rest of the story is insane, but I'll just go through the border one. Did you know it was your last time? No. Okay. Go on. I did because when I went over there at this time, it was the first time I went over. I was the only white person in Tijuana because at this point point they were the cartel was like killing people. Filling them with pills, sewing them together, and making them look like they slept across. It was this huge thing. Because back in the early 2000s, San Jose State, or not San Jose, San Diego State, San Jose, San Diego University, you could take a day trip into Tijuana on a bus from the school. And frats would do this all the time. You go down there, get wrecked, and come back. But they started kidnapping people and killing people, and I really wasn't on that tip yet. So when I went down to Tijuana, when I say I was the only fucking white guy in Tijuana, I mean I was the only white person in Tijuana. So all the vendors are looking at me. Uh, they're the fucking donkey painted like a zebra. They're trying to get at me. All this kind of stuff. So oh my gosh, whatever. Bunch of gnarly shit happened there. But I'm gonna let that just that'll be maybe another time. And mm-hmm. then so I'm coming across the the border, and I had bought two of these uh, black light. Bob Marley pictures where he's smoking weed into the side profile of a lion. It's his side profile. Okay. They'll just paint him on the side of the street. Like sure. these guys will paint him. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to. My idea was I'll just buy two of these and say that I came down here to 
buy art for my apartment. Two of the same paintings. Okay, stupid. But at the time, it seemed good. Also, though, keep in mind, at the time, I am wearing a pink Lacoste polo. Oh, my God. Seven jeans flared rainbows. Right? So I'm trying to look as if I am a frat guy coming across. Yeah. Coming across the border, I once again, easily notice I am the only white person because I am... Like, whatever you want to say, this is just a fact. I was about a foot taller than everybody else in the fucking line, right? Yeah. I'm about six feet tall. And I'm sticking out like sore something. Everyone else is going into work into San Diego, coming back. And then I'm looking ahead, and there are these border agents whispering and looking at me and pointing. And in my head, I'm just going through the, you know, the old thing. They're like, they put burritos in your ass in Mexican prison. You know, all these crazy things. And I'm like, I'm going to fucking get out. And like, if I get out of this line and run. I have nowhere to go. They're gonna get me. Yeah. I stick out. I'm wearing a pink, yeah. I'm wearing a pink and fucking what's the polo. Plan? Where am I gonna go? What yeah. am I gonna do? This is how I go. So I go, I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go. I'm just gonna go. So I'm walking and the the guy goes, points at me, and he goes, Come here. And he's a border agent on Mexico. And I walk up there and he goes, What are you doing in Mexico? And I go, buying art. And I show <laughs> two of the same <laughs> two of the black same <laughs> Bob Marley smoking weed into a lion's face, half profiles. And he goes, okay, do you have your ID? I go, yeah. He goes, you got your passport? I go, yeah. Okay, you're good. Stop. I just walked across and that was the last time I ever did it. Wow. And is it the last time because of that experience? Like you got scared? Yeah, that one was at like 22 and I was just done. I was like, I think I um, cheated death on that one. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, damn man. jail in Mexico. Jail in Mexico for a long time. Oof. 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 So then that one ended. I don't know why I said that story, <laughs> but no. Um, damn, I don't either. Oh, oh, I asked how drugs interwove, how oh. they guided your sex life and stuff. So when when you sell just the Norcos, I never sold the drug addicts or anything. You know, people, someone would want one once a month. And oh, okay. Same with my relationship with Norcos, too, is or opiates. I can take opiates. I've sold them. I'm not addicted. Some people just have kind of addictive, I think, a gene in them or sure. something. You know? And I never really had that. I mean, I'm drinking a beer at noon right now. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And your, your diet is uh, to use a cocaine and yeah, salad. Yeah, salad. If I need something <laughs> once a month, if I have something big, I'll do that a week ahead of time and lose a bunch of weight. Um, but yeah, that one was just never a problem mine. It was never like I was dealing with dope fiends or something okay. like that. It was just like someone once a month would buy 10 pills. Huh. And just oh, to okay. go out. So was it your primary source of income? Yes. Or, oh, okay, okay, okay. For okay. a long time until towards the end. Once Stan, I started standing up at 22, so from... 15 to 22 that's all I did. Uh-huh. I did stay I did I did sports, football, sold drugs and that and Fuck then bitches and had a lot of fun, yeah. <laughs> so the re- mainly when you're a drug dealer and you have weed um you at least get invited to every party. Yeah. You know. And plus at the time I was in shape and a lot better looking than I am now, so it was like going well for me. So like there was a bunch of re- so I was just more be at every party and then that way. It was never like uh you know, like a, I feel like when you start getting into cocaine dealing, then you get into like addicts and they're like, Let me blow you for a fucking bag and this kind of stuff. That was never my life. It was just I'd go to a party, sell some weed at the party, normally have all my friends there already. Yeah. And I would just roll up as much of my money. I ne- and then 
you know, I'll spit game with some girl and I'm funnier than a lot of people. Oh, and I had are. weed and I had weed and then it could just worked out. What's gotten you more, um, I'm for lack of a better word, <laughs> pussy, yeah. um, drugs or comedy? Oh, comedy for sure. Just being funny. Yeah. So that's a true thing in the straight community where like girls like funny guys. Oh yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. And you're you're attractive. So yeah, that's I'm not like, bad like, looking. Yeah, there's like a there's another component. Yeah, if of there's this, like yeah. I'm like a solid six, and then if I add the funny, I can get to like an eight, and then because I'm definitely funnier than ninety. We are definitely funnier than ninety nine point nine percent of the population. Sure. Which yeah. is a, it just is a fact. You, yeah. So it just adds a lot. And, yeah. And I can make a I can make a girl laugh. There's nothing. There's nothing I like more in the world than making a girl laugh. Than really? Like. Do you make your current boo laugh all Stop. day? It Wait. is my favorite thing to do. Are all they day funny? Long. She's kind of funny for <laughs> for, for just a, a normal yeah. human being. She can say some funny stuff. She's definitely learning like uh, cadences, and I'm very formulaic in what I do. I have a very cadence and formula, uh-huh. and she can kind of get on that, or she can just kind of <laughs> say stuff. Oh, I fucking love that. Um, is there a period in your life? Okay, so this was like your twenties. <clears throat> Were there any like insane sex stories from? Yeah, I yeah, got a great one. Yes, have, yes, it's an amazing one. Okay, so before I met my current girlfriend, I dated this one girl named Taylor for about a year. Um, during this time, I was in LA when I for, when I came to LA and broke up with the girl I moved here for. I just started, you know. My career was a little bit taken off. Got the TV show, spots at the comedy store, funny, mm. decent shape, slang. And I started dating this girl named Taylor, and we're dating for a while. And then um, about three months into dating, I'm not into, I'm not uh, official with anybody. You know, I'm just doing whatever I can do. There's like six, seven people I'm constantly dating. And then so I'm she's one of the six? She's one of the seven people, six, seven people. And I'm, you know, whoring, raw dogging in bathrooms on dates, just like having a goddamn good time, okay? Raw dogging in bathrooms <laughs> on dates. So then she goes one day. She goes, hey, um, you gave me herpes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she tells me I gave her herpes. She says it's on Christmas vacation. She's at her home. She said, I've waited for a couple weeks. I thought it was an ingrown hair. I went to the doctor. You gave me herpes. So my first thing in my mind is I could see that. <laughs> You're like, that's, that's, uh, that's possible. I could see that. <laughs> and then number two was um, I'm a very empathetic person. So I did not think about me at all i felt i just ruined this person's life I'm not saying herpes ruins anybody's life blah 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 blah. but i'm saying you upset someone i did something to someone because i was careless so i said okay let's be boyfriend and girlfriend you know you and i essentially i'm like we can't meet anyone else we're, <laughs> we're two little herpes trolls we just need to be together <laughs> forever and so we are in a relationship, it's whatever. I definitely didn't want to marry this person or have this happen, but I felt I put on a burden onto them that they did not deserve. They were a good person. Um, I don't think they were living the kind of life I was living. And, um, you know, sometimes you just got to take the take the L if it's your fault. <laughs> did you, okay, <laughs> did you think you would ride it out for a certain amount of time? 
or like were you like i guess i will eventually marry this person because of yeah okay it was the second one i was just like i'm not gonna find anyone else i never got tested i just believed it did you ever have an outbreak never had an outbreak (laughs) i know where this is going i believe this one for a year okay we are dating for a couple months after a while i'm just like you know i'd rather die alone than just be with you it's just not that fun <laughs> i just don't want to do it i'm sorry for what i did to you she flips out as she should i gave her herpes yeah now for the next about nine months i am running through la never fucking telling everyone i date i have whiskey dick and i'm eating more pussy than any man has eaten on this earth <laughs> strict I'm talking pussy diet strict pussy there's a large sect of the la population <laughs> that believes my dick doesn't work but i will eat pussy <laughs> for about 45 minutes because i still love the dating aspect you know yeah the chemistry and but i don't want to do this stuff so then i start talking you ever met erica spera new know. york comic okay okay good great podcast openly has uh Herpes or whatever, you know. So in between, I'm doing this. I'm signing up for like STD um, apps, dating apps, you know. Being oh, like, oh, okay, oh, maybe I'll. Well, I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm like, okay, maybe I'm just gonna start going into this. <clears throat> and all of a sudden, I do this spot in uh, Phoenix at this comedy club. I headline a weekend at this comedy club, and there's this hot girl who DD'd her parents, and. I don't know how, I, for women, you can, when they're trying to hit on you on Instagram, I don't know how it's for the gay community, but they'll throw like a heart on a story, mm. throw a fire, yeah, and then um, they'll go. Yeah, breadcrumbing. Yeah, bread, oh, okay, fantastic. <laughs> She's breadcrumbing me, and then she goes, ha-ha, you know, opens a conversation. Is this what you do? You just like stuff you like, blah, blah, blah. Then we, COVID hits, I got a strep throat first week of COVID, so I thought I was going to get, die or whatever. Yeah. And <laughs> truly yeah truly yeah Yeah. i was like oh this is it and then i got trapped out then she kind of starts dming me then her and i start hanging out for a while from phoenix to la from phoenix to la then she drives out mid-pandemic for me and well you know i do the whole pussy eating thing but you drive out from phoenix you gotta you want some some dick dick, right and i go so i hit up erica spera who's got all the info on she's openly just in the community as a bright voice saying yeah. it's not that bad, you know. If you Chill out. from what I learned, if you don't ever have a, if you haven't got, if you don't have a sore and you use a condom, the amount that you're going to give herpes to someone is so low. Yeah, you don't have to worry about sure. it. Sure. So then I fuck her with a condom. Okay. Didn't tell her. Okay. Then we start fucking for a couple months with a condom. I don't like tell her. Her coming up, you going there. Her yeah. coming up. Okay. A relationship blossoming, and then she's like, "Yo, this condom shit's bullshit." You know, I don't want to do this so anymore. Like I want that jism. Yeah, I want the jism. And then she goes, I go, okay, you know, I play the thing. I'm like, I'm this Christian pastor. I go, uh, oh, I think we just need to get STD checks, which I've actually done quite a bit, you know, Good. before this. Yeah. And then, you know, if it's going to be a relationship, and that, which when I'm not raw dogging in bathrooms. and then, <laughs> Which is probably when you should be getting the STD Yeah, exactly. Test. Yeah. So then she goes, okay. And then I go, okay. So what we do is this... <laughs> I get tested. It takes a couple of days. She gets tested. Take a couple of days. We go out for this uh, a Grand Canyon trip, mid COVID, height of COVID in the beginning. We're gonna drive around, go to Grand Canyon, come back. And in my head, I'm like, you know, I fucking love this woman, but you know, it's just in my head at the time when you first get herpes. If someone's listening to this, it's obviously not a bad bad thing to happen to you. 
and the research I've done, it's completely non-trans. Uh, pa- can't pass it to people if you go do all these things. But in my head, I was like, you know, I'm never going to find love. And I did this thing. And it's my fault because I fucking was toying with people, raw-dogging bathrooms, ruined multiple people's life. And I go, okay, we're going to have this trip to the Grand Canyon. And then at the end, the test will come in two days, and I'll just pretend I didn't know. So then... <laughs> I love a plan. Yeah, that's my plan, right? <laughs> so then we go to the Grand Canyon. And this is like, man, when you think... I feel bad for people who have it, because for me, it was hard. Like, you really feel lonesome. Of course. And I thought about it every night of my life. Every night before I went to sleep, I thought oh. about it. So funny, though, because you'd never seen a thing on your... No, never once. All right, go on. But I thought maybe I had an ingrown hair or something. I didn't really know, mm-hmm. you know? It was just someone told me, and this person I felt was very reliable. Yeah. This is a high-end exec at a um, company uh-huh. that, oh. uh, that like was one of these powerful, smart women, dignified people. So I'm like, this person would have no And you were raw-dogging in bathrooms. Yeah, I'm raw-dogging in bathrooms and doing like, comedy stores. I'm spats. the herpes boy. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't, like when she told me, I had no doubt. I was like, yeah. Yeah, I could think about the person I think did this or I got it from. And then I give her the test because she, my girlfriend, is a uh, was a nurse at the time. Oh, I yeah. see a nurse and she's it. She goes, wow, this is great. You got nothing. I don't even got the mouth one. And then I was like, what? And I looked. <laughs> like, I was like, wow. Oh. I, are you sure? That's great. It's <laughs> great news. You know how to read this? You know, you've seen one of these before? And it turns out I didn't have it for the whole year. And that girl was either cheating on me and got it from someone. But then we fucked afterwards for a while. But did she have outbreaks when you were fucking? I think that the T is that you like. An outbreak, it, it can be transmitted without an outbreak, but if you don't have an outbreak, like, there's a good chance you don't get it. Yeah, so I think she just never had an outbreak when we fucked, and I was raw-dogging, because you can't be like, give someone herpes, and they'd be like, I don't want to wear a condom. You know? <laughs> You're gross. Yeah, and um, <gasps> wow. I never got it. Did you tell Miss Executive? No, because she blamed me. I think she got it from somebody. I agree. Yeah. But <laughs> I, she blamed it on me. And it was like, what am I going to go? You yell at this lady? She already, I remember the trauma I had in my head. And I'm like, oh no. So I guess this woman who I thought was an extremely good person was just cheating on me the whole time. You are such a bigger person than me because do you know I would print out the result, highlight it, and mail it to like her work to blank care of. That it's like, just so you know, I didn't give you that. Do you want to do it right now? No, I've thought about <laughs> it a lot. My girlfriend even dicks. I told my girlfriend after a while. Yeah. After we we're oh, like, oh, oh, you're like, oh after my we were god! Like, wait, how did she respond to that? Was she upset at all? A little, yeah. but then it's like you can't get ex- like you get mad at me that I was a piece of shit and didn't tell you. Like, but I was still protecting you. But I was still protecting you with the condoms thing. Yeah. And I tried to do as much research as I can from experts that said it wouldn't happen. Yeah. And, and it didn't. And it didn't. And you I didn't was, have it. Because I didn't ever have it. <laughs> and I was planning an exit strategy for if it did. 
Now, wait, did you do you at all bro, regret that bro. year you let it? Bro, I feel so bad for the people that get it, you know, because it's just like it was hard to sleep at night. <laughs> and, well, it sucks because it's all about the stigma that it has. It's been stigmatized in such a crazy way that people sure. see it as leprosy. They for see sure. it as, oh, this is, you can't come back from this. It's just not true. Especially if they're on medicine, they may never have another outbreak in their life. Dude, I was about to get on the fucking medicine. Valtrex. I was about to get on Valtrex. Like, I was going to be like, okay, I can either. <laughs> I was like, I'll tell her I'm on Valtrex. Because I was like signing up an appointment <laughs> for with my girlfriend. I was like, well, she still likes me. And she wants to go. I'll tell her I'll get on Vites. Valtrex is coming. And it was just like, you just get lonely in the middle of the night when you're in your head. And I yeah, just feel so uh, bad for people. Well, it's, it's definitely not bad, you know, especially all the research I did and all this kind of stuff. And plus, probably a lot of people that have it are pretty good looking because they tend to fuck a lot. Hell yeah. So it's like it's like all the hot people have it. And I was looking on these apps. I was like, damn, it's actually okay. They probably like to have a good time, this, too, yeah. I'm guessing. <laughs> I will say, too, someone brought this up to me or maybe it was like. An advice call. It might have been on Savage Love. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what is the etiquette with group sex? Like, are you asking everyone in the group sex situation if they're tested, yeah. clear? Oh, you are. You're not. Well, well not, I have never done. Okay. See, I've never done the group sex, but for me, it'd be like TSA. We're checking what you're bringing in. We're checking the bags. We're checking all the holes. All the holes, sores, and I want to. Wow, I guess. Oh, that's a good question. See, I think to like Burning Man or? and stuff, where it's like, I guess you could have that conversation, but there is a lot of like, just ongoing sexual activity, where it's like you might be on the dance floor and like someone eats your ass, you know, or like it, things just happen. Not saying that's all Burning Man is. Just at some of the parties, that's like the You've vibe. done Burning Man a few times. T twice. Oh, wow. But a long time ago, when I was still drinking and doing drugs. And it's amazing. But if that's you, when it was fun, right? Back in the day. Yeah. I mean, I think it'd be fun, too, without drugs and alcohol. But if you're at all jazzed by the concept of Burning Man, you should go. It's it's wild. No. I'm too clean. Oh, yeah, duh. Yeah, you'd say you got to, like, jump in the dirt. And it would just go. It does. The d dirt on me makes me go crazy. Okay. I was going to say, because the other thing is people think, oh, you're so gross, so gross, so gross. It's because of all, like, the dust yeah. and, like, stuff. You st it's like chinchilla vibes where you stay very smooth and, like, kind of odor-free. I know. You're, you're, you're over. I'm out on that You're one, over yeah. it. Um, so you don't camp either. What? You don't camp either. Camps have showers. Do they? Yeah. Well, mostly if you go to a nice camping ground, they'll have a shower. Are you thinking of a hotel? Yes. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> no, no. Camping grounds have showers and stuff like that. You go to a nice lake. They normally got a bunch of bathrooms and a oh. stuff like that. I mean, you know, deep wilderness camping. I don't camp if there's not a water source, number one. Oh, I guess I did Burning Man. Or not Burning Man. Oh. How weird would that have been? <laughs> Joshua Tree. I okay, Joshua Tree is cute as hell, but it's all yeah. about getting a mini house there. Yeah, it's all about getting a house and then getting <laughs> wild. Me and my friends got wild there. Shrooms, It'll, anything you could have done. We did during the pandemic when we were all just making straight fat cash from the fucking government. Oh we would God. all. Do you know I got out? I paid off my student loans. Really? Yeah. 
oh, I, we did this. I didn't pay off any student <laughs> loans. We, every two months, would get a place in Joshua Tree. We did it five times. Oh, my God. Over the pandemic. And we would each. Went hog wild. Yeah, because we would be, you'd be pretty much sober. We were all, everyone's trying to get better, right? And then we're like, we'll go here. And then we got acid, mushrooms, blow, ecstasy. And you would just... Do they still sell ecstasy aside from Molly? Oh, 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 oh. Press pills. Got it, got it. We had no press pills. We still had some press pills. I have a guy who's got good press pills. And then I had Molly too. Wow. And how many days? It would normally be three. First day, (gasps) day there, and then we'd leave the next day. (laughs) So you're like, whatever, like hippie flipping or like... Yeah, everything. Okay. Yeah. It was wild. Were you like a shell of a human being on Mm -hmm. the drive home? It was so gnarly on the drive <laughs> No, the, no one had the radio on. We just like, all the windows were down, just trying to get life back into you. No, it was incredible though. It was really a great experience. If you ever do really that in the future, I vote you add a fourth date. Where it's just cleansing, to, to literally sleep, yeah. eat, if hydrate. We, we wouldn't sleep. I know, probably or eat much either. No, that was the thing. We'd always spend so much money on food. And, and then, then not we're eat not eating any like, of it. Ugh, guacamole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These people eat avocado. <laughs> <laughs> They're green. Yeah. <laughs> and mushy. And then you get home and get Popeyes and then you feel <laughs> sick. <laughs> the cycle continues. Um, okay, last thing is is there a piece of advice you'd give to young Steve before he began his sexual journey? Wow, man! I wish this one would have been one you should tell people before, because I would like to really oh, go really deep think on about this it? one. Oh, <clears throat> it's okay. I mean, most people... Sexual journey only. You can say both or general. I guess. Did you do you feel like you had any like bumps in the road with your sexual journey? You know, I was like high school prom king, <laughs> wow. all that kind of stuff. So I did pretty fine the whole time, but I would just go. Um, be okay with who you are. It'll work out in the end. Because, you know, just coming up, everyone hates who they are. It's just somewhat even in the beginning, you know. I felt bad that I was dealing drugs. I felt all this kind of stuff. And it's just, uh, you know, every journey you're going to go on to is probably going to help you in the end. Oddly enough, it seems like, I don't know if it's the Matrix or God or whatever, but they're, they're people. something's putting um, problems in your way. Mm-hmm. And things that will help you out in the end if you uh, deal with them better. So just be who you are and be nice to everybody. And I think I've been pretty nice to most people. And and I think that, uh, you know, people keep trying to get bigger and bigger on social media. But then in person, they're hot dog shit. And I think uh, (laughs) there's still... (laughs) I'm going to ask for names as soon as we stop recording. There's still still a large um, place in the world for people who have... Who people respect them in real life. And I think just do that. Don't worry about that. Love that. Um, where can people find you? Find me on at uh, Scuba Steve on Instagram. And I have a podcast called World on Drugs where I do a deep dive into drug dealers and criminals you've never heard of. I'm not talking about Pablo Escobar and Griselda Bonk. I'm talking guys like Daywood Ibrahim Kaskar, who started as a street urchin kid in Mumbai, India. By 15, he had his own gang. By 20, he killed the other gang members and controlled Mumbai. Then, right now, he is in Afghanistan because he got kicked out of India and he has a compound that you can call and he's running a bunch of heroin and drugs all over the world and no one can stop him because he's in uh, Afghanistan and there's no extraditions from there and you can call his house his wife will answer 
And have you done that? No, but uh, one of my buddies did. And oh they my! Just answer and they just. And then what? Had nothing. They just. Like, I wouldn't no. want them having my phone number. I know, but I think he's just like my fucking nuts are so big. I don't give a fuck. He looks super. He looks super cool, funny Indian dad guy. Great head of hair. Huge like Versace sunglasses and all these things. He's always surrounded by hot women. Short little fat guy and just a fucking badass. And I have like fifty five episodes of people like this that you've never heard of because I'm tired of hearing about. Is it um? Is it very like? Do you have to do a bunch of research and script it out? To a or twelve kind of... page research paper. Wow. So the only way I can do it, everyone's like, do a new one every week. But it's like, dog, my job's not a like fucking I student. I, yeah, I don't give a fuck about this that much. So. I do a half a page or a half of episode every week, and I do two of them a month, and then I'll get you on for one. I'll try and find a, a gay see, one. Yeah, gay one. Yes. Like a get crazy great because I like you know, I try to make my shit diverse, but then I also try to line it up with people that know something about it. Like I just have my buddy Dave Hellum. I don't know if you ever met him. He was from Chicago his whole life, and we just did the Black Peastone Rangers, who are like the main gang there. And, Deep dive. So we'll That's see if so I can get cool. something crazy I can get for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we yeah. do have the comedy store, so it'll be very easy. Oh, oh it's live? No, it's not live. Oh, <laughs> <But> they <got laughs> oh, they have the set up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Cool. Well, thanks for doing this. Thank you, buddy. Bam. That was super fun, Zach. You have a lot to focus on every day. Let Virginia Premier focus on your health coverage. Our health plan is only focused on Virginia, so we can connect you with quality health care and local resources. Our added benefits give you more value on top of your medical and drug coverage from Virginia Medicaid. See our benefits at virginiapremier.com slash Medicaid and have your whole family with the same health plan. Virginia Premier, focused on Virginia, focused on you.